Welcome to Dreams X Trash podcast. Hey, I'm Oscar, co-host of Dreams X Trash, Kenyan living and working in Japan with dreams of being more than an unknown writer. And I'm Jason, fellow co-host of Dreams X Trash, Kenyan living in Japan and tech and art enthusiast. And Jason, what do we do here? Well, Dreams X Trash is a podcast hosted by us, two Kenyans living in Japan. We have lived in Japan for a combined period of six years, six years, and English Jesus. teachers. <laughs> Jesus is right. The conversations <laughs> are a parasocial look at Japanese, Kenyan culture, society, history, philosophy, and a lot of bullshit that swirls around in our lives. I agree with that. And these conversations are a journey of us attempting to make sense of our lives, the world around us. And us trying to make something of what little knowledge we have. And we do have very little knowledge. And that journey starts right now. Jason, Jason, Jason. Another month, another podcast. <laughs> it's been a long, long time. Yeah, well, you got corona, so we did feel and record together last time. Yeah. Like two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Yeah, that was two weeks ago. Oh my god, I got mm. corona. I even forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was it's it's crazy how quick life moves on, you know? Yeah, exactly. When responsibilities exactly. call and stuff. I got corona as well last month and like yeah it just I mean I was I was out of work for 10 days uh-huh. but I wasn't sick I wasn't sick I was just I just had to quarantine because the government says you have to self-quarantine when you get corona uh-uh. yeah like I was literally sick for one day for one day and like everything else was fine I for me I think it was just two days legit yeah. like and those two days it was just the fever that's it that mm-hmm. was bothering me the fever and then also mm-hmm. a bit of fatigue but like besides mm-hmm. that it was like Third day, fourth day, you know, you're just back to, like, you're almost back to normal, you know? You're kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like, oh, okay, what am I doing? I guess I just have to do what the government says, right? Exactly, you have no choice. Yeah, so, I got, I've gotten malaria twice in my life. And so, initially, when, when the pandemic began, it was okay, the fear of COVID was spreading in the zeitgeist. Uh-huh. I was fearing that... I truly believed, oh, we're going to die. We're going to die, like, we're done for this. Well, is the I think end. everyone... Right? I think everyone <laughs> thought like this was a super virus, right? Exactly, exactly. So of course the fear died down and now it was also about like are you healthy enough? Have you been vaccinated? Such things came into the, the media. So I got corona and I thought, okay, if when I get it, I'm probably going to be sick, but not that sick, right? Uh-huh. And I got it and it was literally almost nothing. And I tell people talk to people about malaria, people who've never had malaria. And I tell them like when I got malaria. I truly thought I was going to die, you know? Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, like, people get malaria all over the, like, at least in Africa. Like, how many people die of malaria per year? It's, I think it's, it's in the millions, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's in the millions. I think it's reduced yeah. over time, but, yeah. Yeah, so, oh, let me check that. Malaria death. No, no, I'll, I'll, I'll look it up, I'll look up. Just keep going. Yeah, so... Malaria should be like the real pandemic because it's actually, it's mostly kids who die, right? It's yep. not even grown-ups. Uh, impoverished homes. It affects impoverished homes. Yes, and, yes, uh, yes. So just, that's just the whole of Africa. Um, estimated 10,700 deaths each year. 
and those living in 10,700. So listen to this. This is like, uh, what is this? I'm looking at a website called Medicines for Malaria Venture. And they say, according to WHO's latest World Malaria Report, there were an estimated 241 million malaria cases Mm -hmm. and 627,000 malaria deaths worldwide in 2020. Mm, 2020. Yeah, Interesting. I'm reading yeah, this yeah. Is from the CDC. The uh, CDC's I don't know. reports. I'm just mm. looking at the time. So CDC is just America, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so this is like globally, I guess. It is global globally. Oh, yeah, but this yeah, and the stats is specifically for Kenya. Okay, uh, so 10,700 in Kenya? Yeah, in Kenya. Okay, okay, okay. So anyway, still, that's, that's, that's a pandemic. That's a pandemic because we know, number one, it's kids who die, right? It, it's just, of course, can you imagine all most of these deaths? It's just yeah. because people can't afford mal, uh, mosquito nets. Exactly, exactly. No, right? like so that, Oscar, I want us to just think about that for a second. Us, yeah. with the way we're living in Japan, somebody back at home in West Western Kenya cannot afford a mosquito mm. net, which is literally no, really, just a net. But but now on the the other side of the equation, think about Corona. The people who are dying from Corona are dying. Because a vast majority of them can't just get disciplined enough to get healthy. Oh, that's a hot take. That's a no, hot No, but, but think about this. Like, if you look at all the stats, all the stats, right? <laughs> Apart from people who have, like, you know, underlying conditions. But the number, the leading factor of deaths in corona is obesity. Is that true? I, I feel like most yeah. of them, most of the deaths were um, the age population. Those are the people who are the most vulnerable. And it was just due to age. Okay, is that really the most? Um, like we can we can look it up, but mm. uh, I I wouldn't say like I feel like you're being a bit extreme when you say like the leading factor of deaths in Corona is obesity. Okay, let's see the COVID deaths comorbidities. I think we should lead a study, or we did an episode on this once. We we did talk about it. We did, yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't know if we did an episode, but we talked about it. And it was definitely there. Like it's being overweight was up there. It was up there. Right? Mm -hmm. So it's like kind of how COVID affects you as an individual to a degree is your responsibility. Right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Not 100%. Like, of course, if you're you're 75, like it's not your fault if 75, right? But if, if you're overweight... You had something to do with that. You definitely have had something to do with that. <clears throat> so the, at the very least, we can say that you're criticizing the people who are obese, and that's the illness. I'm not criticizing. I'm saying something can be done about that, right? Mm-hmm. It's like talking about nets and malaria in Africa, right? So someone can also say, oh, the reason these kids are dying is because their parents couldn't work, didn't work hard enough to afford nets. You know what I mean? The same argument, someone can, I'm not saying it's a smart argument, but the argument can be made, right? As with COVID, I can say the reason COVID is so frightening for you is because you're fat. Mm-hmm. Not you, Jason, but you know, this imaginary fat individual, right? You, but you, you can do something about being fat, right? You can definitely do, you have the power to change that about your life. Okay, I'm reading some more scientific documents here. And uh, obesity is like COVID is way more deadly in people with obesity, oh. even if they're young. Exactly, like, man. Being obese is just 
everything is way more deadly, man. Climbing stairs is way more deadly than UBs. Can you even climb stairs if you're obese? I don't even know. They're saying it's up to 30% more deadly. Look at those numbers. 30% is a big, big number, Jason. Uh-huh. Right? But And that's what I'm saying. It goes back to personal responsibility. And this, these are studies in America. Exactly. In America as well, like they don't want to hear anything unless it's the vaccine. But even them, they're saying, you know, being obese doesn't really help if you go for against COVID, you know? So, 77% of the people who were taken into the intensive care units mm. out of a body of 17,000 patients hospitalized mm. with COVID-19, 29% mm. of them were overweight and 48% mm. of them were obese. Look at those numbers, Jason. So, tell me, whose fault is that? So, 77% of the 17,000 are fat. Mm. Like, these are mm. the big people. We grab mm. them, and then we're saying, like, 48% of them, that doesn't even add up to 100%. So, what are the other mm. people? And yeah, maybe those are the old people and stuff, you know? Okay. The people, like, who have diabetes, you know, there's other factors involved as well, you know? Okay, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. It'll be interesting to know. They're using the BMI system to measure this. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Okay, 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 okay. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, there you go. Like, so being obese will get you straight this, into the ICU, you know? Exactly. But if you think about this, Jason, like you and I bounced up back from Corona, like it, it's, it was nothing, right? Like I remember when I went to the doctor, like when I went to get text, I got tested this, the next day after I realized, okay, so day one, I had a fever of 39.2. That's really high. And I felt just lazy. I didn't, I just want to stay in bed. You know what I mean? Mm. So the next day I called my boss and told my boss, hey, I have a high fever. I can't go to work. And he told me, okay, go and get tested. So I went and got tested. And, but the day I was getting tested, I was already fine. My fever had gone back down to 36 point something, right? Uh-huh. So I got tested and the doctor said, oh, you have COVID. And he, was, he asked me, how do you feel? And I told him, I feel fine. And he kept pushing me, insisting, oh, it's going to get much worse. And I'm like, no, it didn't. No, it's like by the time I got tested, it, it felt like it was out of my system. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. I, but he kept insisting like it's going to get much worse from here. So for people out there listening, there's a clear trend upwards, um, mm. positive correlation between weight and hospital admissions, COVID admissions mm. um, for the ICU specifically. So mm-hmm. the more obese you are, the more likely you are to be in danger or to, yeah to be in danger when it comes to whether you're going to lose your life or not when you get mm-hmm. COVID. Mm-hmm. And I'm also looking at the England. England uh, had a study too. In the UK, mm-hmm. they had a study. So I'm looking at that too. And it matches. Yeah, I think the one we did, we got for the episode was that English study. The British one. That's the one we did for the episode. Um, I'm actually overweight at the moment. Um, mm. But I don't know how much of my weight is actually fat and how much of it is muscle. Because I've definitely yeah, gained like, something, but it's just like, you know how you have that, like the dad bot, you know? I, my fiance makes fun of me all the time. I have like this weird BMI, muscle and fat thing going on here. That BMI system, I think it's a bit tricky because like, I'm sure if you, if I, if I do my BMI, I'm also overweight, but I'm not fat. I'm not fat. I don't have like, I'm sure my body fat is like it's single digits. It right? doesn't account for fat content. I mean, does it? Account, no, it's not accounting for muscle, muscle, yeah, muscle, yeah. right? 
because I'm I'm sure like I'm sure if I check my BMI I'm sure I am in the overweight range. Mm, mm. But I'm I'm definitely not fat. You know what I mean? Mm, mm. Yeah. You got that uh your swole. You got that swole body. Nice. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> All right, Oscar. Before you jump into the main story, wait, how much time do we have left? Um so we still have like 10 more minutes for this section. I was going to ask you, so what is your plan with the poetry, you know? And can you briefly explain for the people out there, um, some of them might not even know that you're a writer, mm-hmm. what's happening there? Inform us. So here's the thing. I, I think I've said before that I started writing when I was seven years old, and it was just writing sh- just stories for myself. I wasn't really reading the stories to anyone or giving them to anyone. Mm-hmm. And I kept writing and writing all through my, you know, my preteen, my teen years, all through university. and I always had the, the ambition of one day winning the Nobel Prize for Literature. That was always my ambition, right? Oh, that's a lot of writing but, you need, no? Yeah, but at some point, I just forgot about it. I just stopped thinking about that. Oh, I just I've heard writing, that story. Say, I've, exactly. You know, it's I've like, heard that it's story like, before. I don't need that anymore. It's like, I'm, whatever is happening in my life is good enough, right? Mm. But then at some point, I, talk, I spoke to someone, and that person asked me, Oscar, did you just become complacent with your life? And now, bro, and is like this the way a friend they, they talk, who asked you this? Yeah, it's a friend. It's a friend. It's someone we both know. Okay. And, and so that that really touched me. Like I felt like I felt both like I'm disappointed myself, and I'm also disappointing this person who it seemed as though they truly believed in me. Right? Mm-hmm. They expected me to do so much more that I'm than I'm currently doing. Mm-hmm. And so I decided, you know what? Back to turn on the switch. I'm going to focus on winning that Nobel Prize for literature, right? And I'm going to be the youngest person to do it. So my goal now is just to keep writing and writing and writing. Like, I'm not even thinking about how good or bad it is, mm-hmm. just to write until eventually everything is good enough. You know what I mean? I... And so right now, my, my plan right now, my plan is just to put as much poetry as I can out there. Right? Let the world read it. Let the world crit- critique it, critique the poetry. I don't care what they say, good or bad. I'm just going to write and write and write. Um, what is the hardest obstacles you face? Just, just make us aware of like your reality as a writer. What are the hardest obstacles that you face as a new writer? No, the, the only obstacle I face is, is me, is the resistance that I, the, the obstacles I put in my own path, you know, procrastination for one. Saying I'm gonna write so, today, but then I didn't write. Oh. So like this. So, so what you're insinuating is that if you overcome that, you could in, like you could just win the Nobel uh, Literature Prize. Yeah, I mean because I actually do enjoy writing. No one has to push me to write, mm. but I'm the one who slows myself down. I'm the one who puts a halt on my momentum. Right. Mm. Like, mm. I feel like writing, and it's writing is one of those things whereby there's almost no external force that can stop you from doing it. The only thing that can stop you from writing is you yourself, uh-huh. right? Because I, there's, you can't have the excuse, like, I don't have time. Hey, but I'm sitting on a train for one hour going to work. Why can't I write then, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. I can't say I'm too tired. What do you mean you're tired to sit down and move your hand? There's no excuse as to why you can't write. There's almost no excuse, right? Uh-huh. Now, the another excuse that people might have, and I've had this excuse in the past, is that 
I'm fearful of what people will think if I show them what I've written. Right? Oh, and I've had this, that's I've a, had this that's experience. That's a terrible one. mindset. Yeah. Oh. yeah, no, because I've had this experience firsthand, actually, with my own mother, whereby I put something online, right? Hmm. And my mother read it. And my mother said, hey, Oscar, some of these things you write make people think bad things, right? Uh-huh. And, you know, when she told me that, I mean, I'm sure she said it from a good place. Oscar, just be careful about what you put out there, right? But still, it made me think like, oh, damn, maybe I should change what I, what I write about. Maybe I shouldn't post some of my writings online. But, you know, the truth is, I shouldn't put everything online because my writing is me expressing what's happening in my mind, right? Uh-huh. I can't change my writing to make, you know, it's like maybe someone else read something hopeful. And Oscar is your, talking about suicide. You know, like, you don't read your, about suicide. <laughs> your art is re- reflecting your world. Exactly, exactly. Hey, and you know what? Maybe you pos- anyone who wants positivity might not want to read what I'm writing at this current moment, right? Uh, right. But there's someone else who might read this and it might touch something in them. I don't know, right? Uh, maybe whatever I'm ex- experiencing, the way I'm writing, what I'm experiencing... Someone else is experiencing the same thing, but they have no way to articulate what they're experiencing. But I can. But I can. That's uh, that's a hallmark of a great writer, actually, right there. Articulating, being able to articulate the things that we know to be true, at least in our minds, but we can't just say it because we don't. Exactly. We don't have the words. We don't have like the tools and the proficiency, whether it's in with words or proficiency in writing to say it for us. But I, I don't think, I don't only think it's about proficiency in like writing or having the tools. I think number one, it's fear. It's fear. And the fear That's is true. what will they think? Yeah. What yeah, they'll yeah. think I'm mad. They'll think I'm crazy. They'll think I'm depressed. They'll think there's something wrong with me. Right. Oh. And that's what I kept thinking before I would put my work online. It's like, what will they think if they read this shit? Especially when it's something that stems away from, like the main social consciousness, like ideas exactly. that are like yes, for example, politically incorrect ideas, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. stuff that challenges the ideas that the status quo has. Mm-hmm. Um, you get like a lot of like you might you get backlash but then also in secret you'll have a lot of people messaging you saying that yeah you didn't exactly 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 yeah so it's like now i'm at that place where i i really don't care what someone says about my writing for me it's and just good enough that they put it out there you know the truth is that we've, we've punished so many people in human history just for speaking the truth and mm-hmm. i feel mm-hmm. like till today like it's not easy right speaking no the truth. no yeah it's not easy at all. So the people who can speak their own truth, you know, we do have to give them some respect on some form. Mm-hmm. And this goes mm-hmm. to, this is for artists as well, right? Mm-hmm. Artists, designers, people who work in films too, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. as long as you're expressing yourself. But, uh, but my question was more like, what are some of the more technical hurdles? Like, let's say let's say oscar woke up tomorrow Mm -hmm. and he's writing at a insane level right oscar Mm -hmm. you're working Mm -hmm. at a very insane level your Mm -hmm. work etiquette is on point and you're Mm -hmm. consistently writing good stuff Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. what is preventing you from getting to your audience 
whoever those people may be, you know? Because uh, I was from that's... from from my understanding or what I'm aware is that new writers is like new being a new artist, right? In music, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. getting that the first hundred people, your first hundred or thousand fans is like really really hard because of how much yeah. shit there's online. You yeah, know? I mean that, that's that's true, right? It's getting reaching out to an audience, and I would say that Instagram definitely helps, and I'm actually surprised that. Facebook actually does more for my poetry than Instagram, to be honest. What has... I didn't expect that. Instagram. I get more views and more likes and more comments on Facebook and Instagram, which is really surprising. On I was expecting Facebook? Those. Really? Yeah. yeah. But yeah. are you utilizing like a visual format when you post on Instagram? Yeah. Uh, so Instagram's just I, for pictures. And so what, whatever I post on Instagram also goes directly to Facebook. So yeah, I just put, so I always put, or recently I started putting my poetry with a background of, of an art piece. It can be any historical art piece, right? I've seen that. Any, something I just, yeah, something I just find interesting. So, and I realized that, okay, so number one, it's very hard to get people to, to read your work because you know what I've realized, like, it's Instagram, right? People just want to scroll at the pictures. Very rarely do people want to stop and actually read what is on the image, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but on on Facebook, I I don't know how true this is, but maybe I'm just assuming. People go to Facebook not to just see things, but they also want to read what someone has written, right? Because the the, the posting system on Facebook is different than Instagram, right? People actually put text up there, right? Yep, I feel as if mm. the way the minds of Instagram people work versus Facebook is totally different. You're right. And exactly. Facebook used to go. The idea was you go online and you check up, you update the status of your well-being, what you're doing mm-hmm. socially, mm-hmm. and you look mm-hmm. at what your friends are doing, right? Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. usually that would involve reading messages, reading posts, and stuff like that. Instagram, mm-hmm. you do do that as well, but let's be honest, majority of what you're doing is scrolling through pictures and videos. You know? Exactly, exactly. So people exactly. don't have that, like, they're not in the mind space to open and read your poetry on Instagram, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, how about audio? Have you ever played around with audio? No, actually, that's what I want to move on to next. Like, I want to try doing audio. Yeah, I should. I, mean, I will do it. Not I should. I will do it. I will do it. Mm-hmm. I will do audio. Yeah, that's the next step. But then, yeah, I guess I can just record videos, actually, of me doing poetry readings. Why not? Why not? Mm-hmm. The point was just to get as much of it out there. Just some, some, who knows who's going to read it and say, hey, I know someone who can help with publishing with a big publisher. I don't know. Something can happen. Uh, but as much of it has to be out there, as much of it as possible has to be out there. Outside writing, like any other endeavors that you're like pursuing? Uh, the other endeavors I can't talk about here because of contractual obligations. <laughs> I have no idea what you mean by that. You mean you can't <laughs> They can't talk. I mean, that's things I'll tell you on the side. I can't actually, I can't talk about them here because <laughs> you have contractual obligations, Jason. What? Yeah, well, yeah people out there, I'm just super confused. <laughs> yeah, I'll explain to you that later. I'll explain it. Okay. Um, well, how about you, Jason? Any endeavors in your life? What are you moving on to? I, I think my biggest problem has been um, I found a very comfortable place in terms of mm-hmm. my work. Mm-hmm. And I've sort of stuck there for the past four mm-hmm. years, mm-hmm. which is um, good because, you know, I've built up experience. That's that's a mm-hmm. very good thing. 
But then at some point I realized like I haven't really specialized in anything, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm still not like like amazing at my job yet, like when it comes to mm-hmm. graphics design. Mm-hmm. And I there's so many like specialization fields you can get into. Like you can um right now I okay, right now if I had a specialization field, I would be branding, right? I do branding okay. and logo work for the most part. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the stuff like, oh, you can be like more of a video editing person. You can be more mm-hmm. of like an interactive design. You get into UI, which is user interface, mm-hmm. user experience mm-hmm. type designs, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. You can be more of a prog- product designer, you know? Mm-hmm. So you build products from from like conceptual stage all the way to like it actually being sent out to your mm-hmm. customer base, right? Mm-hmm. So there's all these different fields that you can specialize in and design. and Oh, not to mention there's also web design. Like, there's that too. Mm. I haven't picked one. You know, I've just been fiddling around in whatever I like or want to do, given, you know, whatever time of day it is. And that worked out when design was a hobby for me. You know, I Mm -hmm. I actually, and I was thinking about this a lot, why I have this, like, I'm just going to do whatever I want type mentally. Because it it worked in the beginning. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It somehow worked for me in the beginning. But I feel like now in order to like actually get to the next stage, it's almost like studying for exam. I need to like actually just sit down and like just learn, pick something and pour mm-hmm. all of my potential into it, you know, because mm-hmm. right now it's yeah, just like think... it's still very raw. And I look at some of the jobs, you know, online mm-hmm. because I'm looking for a lot of jobs and it's like. Um, there's so much things I can do, but I can't do right now. You know, what you say reminds me of something that Jordan Peterson said, whereby like, he said that choose one thing and put your effort into that one thing. So when you wake up in the night, when the existential terror hits you, you have something to guide you against that fear. Which, right. which yeah. I already technically have, which is design. But now we're, not, we're talking about like going even deeper, right? Like I'm not yeah. deep yeah. enough yeah. into that hole yet. And I think yeah. maybe yeah. you can That's say the same it. thing for you as well yeah. as a writer. Exactly. exactly. It's like, exactly. okay, you've mastered poetry, but then it's like... I haven't even mastered I'm just doing it, you know? <laughs> but let's say you're pretty good at poetry. What else yeah. is that? Yeah. You know, this can't be the end of all you have to offer in terms of mm-hmm. writing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Exactly, I agree. I agree. Writing a film, I don't know, writing a series, writing a comic book, writing a novel, like a fictional novel. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's so many mm-hmm. other things you can do, right? Yeah, yeah. At least just to say that when people ask, what have you done in your career as a writer? You can be like, I've done this. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So. You're right, you're right. Yeah. In easier words, give, specialization. That's what I'm trying to Give do. yourself to, to give your entire self to something. Give your entire self to something. It's hard, right? Um, I mean, it's it's hard, but it's also easy. But I feel like the hardness is just same as me. It's just us put standing in our own way. We are standing in our own way, right? How many excuses can we give ourselves to not do the thing we're supposed to do, right? Like, uh, let me ask you, Jason, how many hours a day do you actually spend on designing? Um, recently. Yeah. At least four hours, four or five hours. Okay, okay, that's wonderful. That is wonderful. But do you think it's possible to spend more time, more than that time? Is it possible? Yes. Yeah. Um, 
I think I can. No, no, no I'm not spending four hours, three, four hours on average. Mm-hmm. Three to five hours. I feel like there's days where I get off very fast, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but there's days when it's, like, really busy. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Sorry, what was your other question? You said that, what? Like, do you think you can spend more more than that amount of time doing that thing? <laughs> Committed to your craft. Can you spend... I, I can't spend more time, but I can get more mm-hmm. efficient. Okay, 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 okay. I feel like there is a limit to how much you can work. At least me, personally, mm-hmm. how much I can work in design. Mm-hmm. Before my mind just mm-hmm. goes, like... Mm. Okay, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> yeah, mm. like I'm just like now I'm just like literally going through the hoops, you know. Yeah, and in yeah, design, yeah. the minute you start like just going through the motions, it's over. <laughs> mm. Everything mm. needs to be like very. You need to be very conscious with every action, right? You can't mm. you can't autopilot that stuff. Mm. At least if you want to create quality work, I'm, I'm assuming also writing is very similar, right? Yeah, you can't autopilot that. Yeah. These are the kinds of fields you can't autopilot. You need to like really be like in it. So, like, if mm. your mind says, hey, man, we're done, um, yeah, take a break. Simple. Take a break. You might not have to stop for the whole day. Just take a break. Yeah. <laughs> um, come back, feel fresh, stuff like that. So, I, I believe I'm working the right amount of hours in my field. I, I, but I do feel like I can be way more efficient because mm-hmm. let's just say I've gotten complaints that I'm pretty slow. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah. I feel like for me, it's I've actually been getting into a very serious routine with my writing. Like I have a routine to follow before I write and after I write. You know, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, I think it's really helped me. I think I've been putting out some of my best work recently. Oh yeah, yeah, but... yeah, 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 yeah. I I feel like in terms of in 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 terms of your descriptions and the way you relate things to one another i feel like you've mm. gotten a lot more inter- not interesting creative innovative yeah it's you know here's the thing like i i don't care what anyone thinks about this fuck it it's my life i actually pray before i write right i pray and I ask God for strength to help me write good poetry. I actually do that before. <laughs> it is a wonderful thing, you know? Yeah, and it does help. It does help. Because once I sit down and I take pen to paper, it's like, okay, I'm all in. I am all in now. It's me, it's the it's God, and it's the poetry. And I turn everything else off. Like, I'm not... The phone, there is no network on, no computer near me, no TV near me. Like, it's just me, God, and paper. I... I mean, just whatever your muse is, just use it. Yeah, yeah. I I can't hate on you, even though it's like I think we can say we're both. Um, maybe I think we'll become more spiritual over time, mm-hmm. but we're definitely not religious people by nature. I think I'll become more religious. I will say I'll become more religious. <laughs> I will say I'm more. I, religious. The way you practice, the way religion. we practice Christianity. I, I would mm-hmm. like to say that we do practice it sometimes. The way we mm-hmm. practice it is more of like a school of thought than an re- actual mm-hmm. religion or lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong about that? <clears throat> How do I... Fr- I, yeah, I, I think we stress. look towards the philosophy of Christianity rather than mm-hmm. the more faith-based teachings or lifestyle. I I think for me lately I'm trying to look more towards 
I'm tr- I'm convincing myself. I find myself convincing, be convinced more and more each day that there is something in the faith of it. Okay, okay, okay. There, so recently, no, there's mean, been maybe, a change. Okay. Yeah. So, but I would say maybe this is a consequence of also joining AA. I think AA also has that aspect. Remember, it's like I told you the first step is all about, you know, admitting your powerless, right? Mm-hmm. And step two is like giving, knowing that God will give you the power. Like there's power in God, right? Mm-hmm. And I like just drilling these steps in my head over and over again. Maybe I'm starting to fall into that line, right? You know what? As an as a human being, hey, I have no control over so much, so many things in my life, right? Mm-hmm. But there's something that has. There is something, what you call it, God, Allah, whatever you want to call it, that thing has all the power. Right? And that thing will just be consciousness. I'm, I'm not saying it's a God, but I'm starting to feel like this idea of faith. Like to admit that you yourself, you're not as powerful as you think you are, but there is something that is happening all around us all the time. Mm. And that thing, that thing has power or that thing is the power. Mm-mm-mm. I... Huh. I feel like that that can start a whole separate conversation, and I want to just yeah, bring it yeah. back to because yeah. now we're just talking about like our future and careers and stuff yeah. like that. Um, it is interesting. Well, yeah. You you've already stated your goal, right? Mm-hmm. My goal in design, mm-hmm. and partly why I'm aimless, is because I don't have a clear goal. I have things mm-hmm. that I want to do, like a bucket list, mm-hmm. but it, there is no clear goal, mm-hmm. and it's only recently now I have the goal of like, I want to specialize in UI, UX, you know, user interface, okay. user uh-huh. design, you know, mm-hmm. I want to have another job, another design job and make, mm-hmm. you know, secondary income source. You know, I, I mm-hmm. want diseases like I've literally written them down and I have like ways I'm going to achieve it. And mm-hmm. I'm putting, I'm pouring more hours into it as well mm-hmm. and that's the goal with like so you you've written your goal as or you know your goal as a writer i know my goal as mm-hmm. a designer now we mm-hmm. have to talk about like i feel like it's only natural we talk about the goal of the podcast what are we doing with the podcast yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, just for my image for the of the podcast is like this, this is a place whereby I come and speak about those things that I might not be able to speak about with other people generally. So, I mean, this is what I, I do with the podcast. Like, when I speak to you, it's, it's, it's also, it's, it's intellectual. It might be philosophical, but like an episode like this, where it's me discussing my dreams and my aspiration, right? Mm. This is something that I feel that people lack in their lives, Right. Like, think about how, like, your own life. Oh, what do you mean people lack this in their lives? Uh, they, lack, they lack the time, the ability to sit down and discuss their dreams and aspirations with someone else. Like, other than me, Jason, how many other people do you discuss your dreams and aspirations with? My wife, my fiance. Yeah, it's one other person, right? Yeah. But I feel like this is something that people should be talking about constantly because it's like, it's your future. It's your future, Right. But we get so bogged down with other things, that other trivialities that we forget to discuss the most important aspect of so much noise the in the modern exactly. modern society, right? Like exactly, exactly. It's so easy to get lost in the minutia of just navigating exactly. through society. And it's exactly. like That's it. That's it. you're navigating through society, but you act are you actually heading towards where you want to go? 
you know. No, you know, actually, you know, it's like that that phrase from what is it, Alice in Wonderland? Mm. Like in in my world, in my kingdom, you have to run as fast as you can just to just to stay in place. Yes. Yes, yes. And that's the modern world. Like we we are working so hard. We are, it feels like we are constantly busy, but nothing is changing. Nothing. Yeah. Not really, at least. <laughs> yeah. But like, like if I, if both of us are now sitting down and we're discussing about the future, you know, it's like we're grounding ourselves. Maybe, okay, we don't have to run as fast, Jason. We just have to walk together. We have to walk smart. We have to know where we're going. All this, all this sprinting is going nowhere. Mm. Yeah. We're, like we've been sprinting for years, Jason. We've been sprinting for years and look where we are. Are you where you wanted to be 10 years ago, Jason? Oh, definitely not. Ten years yeah, ago. Same here. But same but here. to be fair, <laughs> ten years ago, Jason of ten years ago had unrealistic goals. No, but you know, it's like hey, not unrealistic, unrealistic goals, but like unrealistic plans. Let's just say plans. The plans were unrealistic. Here's what I think. Here's what I think. Those unrealistic goals or plans of a seventeen year old, there's a seventeen year old somewhere who's achieved them. That's true. Right? So what do you mean it's unrealistic? It's just yeah. because we would sit down with someone. Not the goals. The plans. The plans. The plans whatever. Yeah. It's like it, the plans. We didn't sit down with someone who could help us find a way to achieve them. Exactly. Instead, we just we just went along with the realities, you know? So the plans were bogus. Like, we, we didn't exactly. have a plan is actually what I would rather say. It's like yeah. we had goals, but then mm-hmm. how do we get from point A, which is where we were, to mm-hmm. point B, where we want to go? Mm-hmm. There yeah, was exactly. no plan. We just sat down and hoped for the best, <laughs> which is literally madness. <laughs> if you really think about it, like you're waiting for a superhero to come save you. Like, what? That's, that's my goal for the podcast. That's, that's what I want to do with the podcast. It's like, this is the place where I can sit down and ground myself, remind myself what I'm supposed to be doing. And you know what? It's also an accountability system whereby it's not just me and Jason talking. The whole world heard what Oscar said. Yeah. So now for me to back down, I'm a bitch if I back down, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. 100 yen. Oh, yeah. I, I forgot about that. It's okay, it's okay. I remember it for you. Yeah. Um, what, what are your thoughts on the podcast as it is right now? I think we've been slacking. We've been slacking. We've definitely been slacking. Not just you. I mean, it's time, it's scheduling, it's... We just let things get in the way, right? We were so consistent for such a long time. Then we let life get in the way. You know, it's like we blame life, but the podcast is part of life, it right? Is. Yeah. We can find a way to make this work, but we haven't been looking for ways to make this work. Yep. Yeah. So I think right now, considering we started this podcast in December of 2020, right? December of 2020? Yes. It should be much better now than it is if we were consistent. If we were constantly consistent, mm. right? Mm. It's not bad, but it's not as good as as I think it should be. I that's like that's fact. We've definitely right made some big changes. Yeah. That's that's the yeah. truth. Like, I, I don't think anyone can deny that. Yeah, with consistency, we'll get much better. And I think, Jason, like, why can this be the number one podcast in the world? Why not? Why can't we have big name guests on here? Why not? What's stopping us? You know what? It's like we just haven't asked anyone big to come on the podcast. 
You know, it's, it's actually that simple. Why don't you have your record on your podcast? Oh, we just, we haven't asked him. We haven't, you, know? <laughs> you know, it's like, we can say that, oh, he, he wouldn't want to come on our podcast, but we don't know. Have we tried to ask? I, I think I, the point you're trying to make is that we haven't taken risks. When I even exactly. say risks, I, f- I feel like that's even the a risk. It's like yeah. the things that we're doing have no risks. It's like, yeah, exactly. Like we were talking about uncertainty and risk, right? In another ep- yeah. previous episode, higher, we are, what we're doing with the podcast is literally high uncertainty, low risk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We don't know what's going to happen. Lord knows what's yeah. going to happen. But literally, the risk of us like actually getting like hurt or anything happening to the podcast, it's zero. So yeah, no risk, like, high uncertainty. Like this is the kind was, of things that you want to be doing in your life, right? That, that's the exactly. whole conversation we want. You want to minimize risk and like always have high uncertainty, always be moving around with uncertainty. Mm-hmm. I was listening to a podcast and the host of the podcast said he'd been, he'd been doing it for two years and he has an average of 700 listeners per episode, right? That's amazing. And But, but he had a really big name guest on the podcast, like a really big name. Did he have uh, what's his name? No, it's it was it's a doctor. He had a, like a, a famous surgeon, an American a surgeon. Ah, we're talking about okay, okay, okay. Yeah, but it's a famous surgeon. I was like, dude, you have seven hundred listeners, and you're getting this big name. I, you know, I just assumed to get such a big name, you need millions, hundreds of thousands of listeners, you know, to justify having such a guest. I think. Right, but I think if the person like the same way me, you and me talk, like if they think it's interesting, they'll do it, right? Yeah. So, so it's like exactly we just stay consistent and we, we ask but if they say no so what so we move on on to the next one you've kind of answered my question what i was looking mm. for but let me rephrase mm. and ask you something else um mm. what was your initial vision of the podcast and do you think we've achieved that vision and where oh. would you like to take the podcast my initial vision of the podcast was honestly to to get big, to make money from the podcast, to make this. <laughs> you wanted money. Yeah, to make yeah, to make it a career. You know, like why am I teaching? You know, I don't know why I'm teaching. I just, I just. I I feel like money wasn't the primary motivator, though. I mean, it it I mean it was definitely a big motivator for me. Okay. It was a big okay. One. It was a big one. Of course, I did. I do. Okay. Number one, I enjoyed our conversation. I mean, prior to doing the podcast, you and I used to talk for like three hours a day on the phone, right? Yeah. Those are good times. Yeah. So I do enjoy having conversations with you, right? Mm. And it, I thought it still would be interesting to put these conversations online. But then also, damn, we can actually make money from our conversations, right? Mm. So, so if that being my initial idea of what success was for the podcast, then we are definitely not doing that yet. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I'm constantly reminded about what was the initial vision for the podcast whenever mm-hmm. I have like mm-hmm. normal conversations with you. Mm-hmm. And I think for the most part, I have become happy with where the podcast, what it became, you know? Mm-hmm. It was exactly mm-hmm. what I thought of. Maybe not exactly what I thought of, but it was similar to what I wanted, right? Okay, similar okay. enough. Mm-hmm. And I was content for the most part. Mm-hmm. My, I, I think the problem I see now is that we don't really have like the next stepping point of vision for the podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like we kind of achieved what we wanted. Like mm-hmm. not every goal, but I'm like in terms of like, the the way we execute the podcast 
you know the mm-hmm. system that we built even when like when we're like super consistent right for for that yeah. short period um yeah. that was what the podcast was right like we we both mm-hmm. understood this was it you know yep 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 and that that was the problem where it's like it, this can't be it because there's just so much more i feel like we can achieve and you've talked about it um bringing mm-hmm. in big guests and stuff like that so what is the next not what is the next phase of dreams extrash what what should we be doing i i was thinking mm-hmm. i feel like we need to insert ourselves into communities and what do you mean what do you mean i don't understand the real problem right now is that we're not building relationships we're not okay. forming connections mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i'm not really sure where we go to do that but mm-hmm. it starts online like there's surely there's an online community somewhere okay. we can okay. start yes. building just relationships our online online presence is very weak it is very very weak and that's because we're not talking to people again yeah exactly so because because literally what is podcasting podcasting is literally just you 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 leveraging your network Mm -hmm. and you just shouting out your ideas to your network right you know okay so before we, we do that i think the first question we should ask because Every network, right? Any any community online or even like in the real world, they always have some a reason why the people are there. What is the reason that people would want to join a Dreams Extraction network? What um, is the reason? They have to be buying into our conversations and who we are as people. Mm-hmm. Like, like the same reason. Like when Joe Rogan started, you think he 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 was trying to like put on a brand or a personality. No, he was just mm-hmm. having fun conversations with his friends, right? And that's what we were doing mm-hmm. too. We just grabbed anyone we thought was interesting, and we just did it, right? Mm-hmm. There wasn't like a hook to our mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. listen to all of our podcasts, and we're doing this weird mystery. You get to win money, you know. We're not. We don't have any mm-hmm. like fancy hooks like that, you know. We just mm-hmm. like a bunch of friends talking philosophy talking trash and we talk about what we want so mm-hmm. with what we're doing I'm, I'm like very sure that the people have to buy into us first as people okay okay so we build more of us ourselves our online avatars but i feel like we need to read more like for us more? to form even more interesting ideas and talk about okay. interesting things okay. we need to edu- uh-huh. educate ourselves i've been severely lacking in reading recently like i had a very good reading schedule you know i'd wake up read a few pages of a book Mm -hmm. even then when i sleep i literally do not use my phone i force myself to read the book and that worked Mm -hmm. for a very long time but now Mm -hmm. with my current work and like my current work has that like culture of like we're always (laughs) on Basically, what till you die? What till you die? <laughs> you're always on, and at any one moment, people are sending you messages. So I feel like I have this weird anxiety where I'm like refreshing my fucking sorry, one hundred yen. I'm refreshing my freaking like phone, Gmail, just looking. Mm. Oh, okay, no replies. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> you know, mm. like I, I have uh, I've built up a very bad habit of now using my phone before going to bed, which is terrible. But mm. anyway, going going back to the main line it's like we need to build a network mm-hmm. and the only way to build a network is to actually just talk to people okay, okay. i feel like unless you have something more specific in terms of what the podcast should be 
I'm I'm happy with just a bunch of friends talking philosophy and trash. That's it. That, no, that's... I, 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 that's, I mean, that's why we did start, just to talk, right? Just to talk. I do appreciate that. Like, for me, the, the conversation is grounding like this. I will honestly say outside of the podcast, you know, you don't really, it's, for me, it's the podcast, it's AA, whereby I get to like ground myself to speak and listen. And not just listen to other people, but also listen to myself as I speak, you know? Yeah. There's something very therapeutic about being able to vent, right? As you vent, you're not just throwing anger out of the world. You're also paying atten- attention to your, own, to your own neurosis, you know? You realize, hey, maybe that thing I've been thinking all the time, maybe that's kind of crazy. I don't even think that anymore. It's, it's maybe, a way of exercising demons and organizing exactly, your thoughts. Exactly, exactly. So... I get to do that on the podcast. Ironically, writing is also a very good way of organizing your it thoughts. Is. Yeah, yeah. Um, also design too, like art. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, like, yeah. The conversation for me, they it really matters, for, especially in Japan, bro, especially in Japan. Any any foreigner you speak to will say the same thing. I think even Japanese people feel the same way, like this place is lonely, right? Mm. Unless you're going out to a bar every other night or you're part of a, like a club, a proper club, like mm. playing volleyball or something, or whatever club it is, mm-hmm. you generally don't have people you can speak to honestly, right? No, not really. And my, my brother recently came to Japan and like he's living in the countryside and I, I always imagine, man, he, he's going to be so lonely, right? I feel speak Japanese. it's always the first, the first six, seven months might be good, you know? But I feel like it's always a one year in. One year in, like there's a period, like maybe just before one year, the loneliness will hit you properly. Yeah, when, you understand when how you realize, you, yeah. When you realize you've been having the same conversations every single day for seven months. <laughs> yeah, you realize how isolated you are and how much the lack of uh, like true human intimacy you have. In a lot of your relationships, a lot of them are just very basic relationships. I have a yeah. lot. You know, it's a um where I was previously living in Japan. Like mm. I had a lot of just basic relationships, very you basic. Know, you know, the funny thing is, I don't have any right now. Like since I stopped going out, I don't have any of those relationships anymore. Oh like, yeah, all just, same, same. They all just died away. They all just died. All of them died. And they should die away because it was just like, all right, if we're not gonna like become close as friends what are we doing we're just gonna drink yeah. Yeah. talk random trash yeah. just a drinking buddy basically it's a drinking buddy and some parts of our minds know mm-hmm. that this is not what we're looking for in a friendship yeah, this is going nowhere this is going nowhere yeah like you know, this isn't my friend. You're not my friend. <laughs> Some yeah, like when you really think about it, even when you're drinking, in there's moments yeah. like flashes of truth, or flashes mm-hmm. of like realization. You realize like, <laughs> what are you doing right now? You just think to yourself, what am I doing? You know, yeah, yeah. these people don't really care about me. These people are like, what am I like? I'm just having random fun. Like, it's expedience, as Jordan Peterson. Yeah, it's just yes. pure expedience. Yeah. So. I, I, I would like to think that we know better and at least we're trying mm. to be better right now. Mm. Well, well, okay, quickly. We have 10 minutes, so what, what is your goal? What are the next goal for the podcast, Oscar? Go. Next goal of the podcast is to get a thousand listeners. A thousand. 
a thousand it. listeners okay we're not a hundred no 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 i'm aiming for a thousand it's like you know why are we aiming small like i i don't know you know we may not get a thousand as soon as we want but you know what it's fine why not aim for that we keep aiming keep pushing i wouldn't be disappointed because the alternative is like to stay where we are you know okay we have a goal yeah. um who 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 are we going to get those a thousand? Where we, where are those people coming from? What is the core audience here? Where are we getting the from? core audience is anyone aged sixteen to thirty five. That's too big though. No, but that's the core audience. That's the people who listens to us, Jason. No, no, we need to get that's a specific. Okay, maybe not audience. Audience is the right wrong word. Community. Which community are we aiming for? Yeah. Community, I community people who enjoy philosophy. People who enjoy art, people who, huh? I've actually never thought about that. No, it's no. I. I haven't thought about it either. Who, because who's... basically, we need to. We're adding people to our network. That's the way we're looking at it. We're literally going to go there as salespeople. You know, we can't pitch it at just anyone. It's it's similar to like trying oh. to sell a pen to anyone on the streets. Chances are, it's not going to work, right? So, how about we we you go to like a specific. Who needs, who needs the pen? Who needs the pen? Yes. Who you, needs the, you, you look at it from pen? a needs-based perspective. Who actually needs okay. the pen? You know? So, like, who needs our community? Who needs the conversation that we're having right now? Are you lonely? Are you lonely? All right. That's like, yeah, you, that's, that's perfect. You, <laughs> let's let's go grab some lonely people. Exactly. Exactly. Do you wake up in the middle of the night wishing you weren't where you are? <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. in all seriousness, I think that's... Those are the people who do need it. Yeah. So lonely people. Where do you find lonely people? Online. I mean, they're all on Reddit. They're all lonely, on... lonely people. Are... <laughs> everywhere. They're everywhere. <laughs> all right. So we have people who... I, I Maybe lonely is... The people who need a conversation. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. yeah that's, that's serious. But also, yeah. Which is, you, yeah. you laugh, but like we need conversations yeah, too. We've re- literally admitted to that in multiple no, podcasts. I, I laugh because I was thinking like I was I was about to say, yeah, we need all those pathetic people. <laughs> I'm joking, but just that thought came to my head. <laughs> okay. And how are we going to reach them? Yeah. You already stated it. We just go through Reddit it's Facebook, and talk to people. Facebook, Reddit, yeah. uh, Instagram. We need, like, our Instagram, we need to use that more. And we also have a TikTok we haven't been utilizing. Oh, yeah, because we don't make videos. Not really. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we can make random videos, just things going on in our lives. It doesn't have to be like with podcast videos, you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Okay. And we'll, okay. we'll figure out that. We'll just keep doing things until something works. You know, just keep throwing mud on the wall. Eventually, something will stick. Yeah. So, for the next podcast, mm. which is definitely next week, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. What, what are we aiming for? I want to be able to join. I want to join a community and mm-hmm. actually find people who are interested in just having conversations. Because... Mm-hmm. You and me have a very good dance, and that dance has become a bubble. By introducing mm-hmm. more random people, we're going to mm-hmm. get introduced to more random ideas, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure we might find people who are conspiracy theorists, you know, all that kind of good stuff. But I, I like that. I like yeah. that. Um, just something to 
like we won't know until we actually have the conversation and it might elevate mm-hmm. us right oh, i do agree i do agree i do agree so i just want to join the community what's your goal yeah i think i have to stick with that goal as well because you're right we have our podcast has become a bubble we have to and Funny, we do, you know, we bust the bubble. We, I, we just need the bubble to grow. I talk about joining a community. You have joined the community already. You have AA. All of the guests, all of the guests that you've brought on in the past, are literally been from AA. Yep, yep, yep. All yep, we're yep. doing is doing that in other communities yeah. as well, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna go join a random community. You know, talk to people a bit. Say if they're interested, bring them on. You know, and at least yeah, on, yeah. on some level, mm-hmm. we're building our network. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, you know, yeah, let's do that. Let's go for it. That's going to be the goal for next week. Just join a community, week. man. It's yep, yep, very yep. simple. And then we're just going to come back and talk about the community we joined. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, okay, okay. That's decent. I, I like that. I like that. I'm, I have no other comments. You have something mm-hmm. else? We have like a few um, minutes. And what do I have then? I don't know. I have nothing else to I think. I've totally cleared the air of whatever was feeling prior to starting the podcast. I was just in, in a bit of a mood, but I was seriously concerned about the future of the podcast and what we're doing because I didn't mm-hmm. know. Similar to how I didn't know what I was doing in my design career, I didn't know what I was doing with the podcast. Mm-hmm. So now, like, I I literally want to always have honest conversations with you, honest mm-hmm. conversations with the listeners as well, like them listening, and mm-hmm. just talk about it and just go like, what are we going to do? And actually mm-hmm. do it, you know. Mm-hmm. The doing is part is going to be the most important part. I agree. I agree. So, right. I already do that, you know. I like I've been part of the gaming community. I've I've done stuff on Reddit, you know, all these random subreddits. It's like mm-hmm. joining a community is not that hard for us in the social media age. Mm-hmm. 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 So we'll have zero excuse. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna do some. I'm gonna. I I I want to aim at. I think I want to join a conspiracy theory community. I think that's gonna be funny. Yeah, I think I will join a history community. Ooh, history. Yep. yep nice, yep. nice, nice. Also, it's a plus if they have Discord. By the way, I think messaging them and communicating with them and also bringing them on would be so much easier. Mm-hmm. So just focus on Discord communities for now. Mm-hmm. There's actually like a huge server browser. I'll explain it to you. There's a server browser you can look through. Um, okay. Public server browser and join communities mm-hmm. on Discord. Mm-hmm. And there's also like they 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 add different Discord communities servers, uh, advertise on Reddit and Facebook. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so many, so many. Even finding a community with like fifty people, a hundred people—that's like a hundred people who could potentially like be listeners or join the podcast. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And with that, Oscar, I think it's time to wrap up. Yeah, that's that's it. I mean, it's been a while. I'm glad we did this. I'm glad we both got on this time. Yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes. It's been a while. It's been a minute. And uh, next week, we're definitely. As as usual, like you know, thank big thank you to everyone who does listen to the podcast. And even though we haven't been putting it on, um, yeah. I think just with our actions, we'll show that we're like super serious. And me and mm-hmm. Oscar will get back on the horse and like be consistent again. You know, mm-hmm. I I actually truly believe that. 
Okay, okay. So and thank that, you, listeners. And thank you, thank so you Oscar. Thank you, Jason. Thank you, Jason. This really does help. It does help my mental to speak this way. <laughs> Your mental. Yep, yep, yep. You're going to have say. a mental boom. <laughs> uh, all right. Goodbye, everyone. Let's get a sum of this. Take care, Jason.